Welcome back, folks, to the What Is She Up To Now podcast with me, Laura McKechnie. Um, on this episode, we have Eddie Irvin, who is a personal friend of ours, um, and he has recently been promoted to head greenkeeper of the championship course at Trump International, which is located in Aberdeen or just outside Aberdeen. Um, he goes on to discuss how he got to where he is, um, what's involved in greenkeeping and all sort of benefits and also the really sort of cool places he has visited. So he goes on to discuss about that. So if you're interested in obviously greenkeeping or the different sort of fancy golf courses that he has visited, not only as, um, as a guest, but also as a greenkeeper, then stay tuned. Cheers. Eddie, what is your your background then? How did you get involved in greenkeeping? Like go way back to the right to the start, in the very beginning, before you even got to Trump Aberdeen. That's fine. So I uh, was a junior member at Kames Country Club just down the road here, mm-hmm. uh, and played golf with William and Jordan and a few other boys. Um, and one summer, uh, James, the head greenkeeper at Kames, who's William's uncle that asked me um, if I fancied helping out during the summer uh, when I was off school and I did so I was 15 at the time when I done that worked for the summer and then I went back to school and I wasn't I was quite good at school I got like ones and twos in standard grades but I was never destined for a an office job or anything yeah. like that like being outside uh-huh. so went back to school and it was time for either picking your subjects to go on to fifth year and I decided that I was leaving school at 16 and going to college mm-hmm. so I applied for my NC in greenkeeping at Oakridge College and went over there and done my standard grades actually got all my results um, and then the following September yep started uh, at Oakridge at Oakridge um, for those of you just that are joining us just now, um, you'll have heard myself obviously speaking to William. I'm speaking about William. Um, William's grandparents owned a golf course, which is literally we're actually recording in the living room today, not in the warehouse. Um, and through the trees from where we are, it's literally just across the road. Um, unfortunately, it's not in the family anymore. Um, not a golf course anymore and it's not a golf course anymore there's cattle and there's sheep on there as well um, which is quite sad but yeah so Edward Eddie and um, William are our best friends yep. you're going to be our usher next I'm year going to be an usher in the wedding <laughs> cannot wait we spoke about the wedding <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, I think you'll probably meet everybody will hear from the majority of the bridal party probably <laughs> not just the bridal party yeah, yeah. So now it's the wedding party. Wedding party, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, the wedding party. Oh, I mean, God. if you wanted to wear a dress, you could. Now we'll leave that <laughs> subject for another discussion, Laura. Oh, jinx. <laughs> so, yeah, so you started at Oak Ridge. Yep. Um, and how did you find Oak Ridge? I enjoyed it. I was there full time, so I was there four days a week. And okay. I had uh, one day off and the weekends off. Um, mm-hmm. I actually lived in Brayhead, a little small village. and. Mm-hmm. South Lanarkshire and my next door neighbour worked over uh, towards oh, right, Oakridge, okay. so I used to get a lift every morning, um, then and back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. It obviously isn't your normal type of college because it's like an agricultural college. There's always the equestrian and farming and and the greenkeeping chucked in there. 
Uh, we should at some point probably hear from a Oak Ridge lecturer. There we go. Um, who's in the ag- who's in the engineering side? Yeah. But yeah, who wasn't there when you were there? No, he wasn't. He wasn't there. Um, and you said you came back home at the weekends. Did you then? Obviously, did you work down at? Yeah, Kames? so I had Friday, Saturday, Sundays off, and I worked at Kames the Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Wow. Uh, so it was like a seven day thing between college and and working. Yeah. But it was good down at Kames. Um, like you said, William's grandparents, uh, Jim and Elma, ran the place and they were great to work for. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, being 16, it was still uh-huh. leaving school and like having a job in college was was good. Different yeah. to being at school all the time. but More exciting. And I think like, yeah. William and I spoke about this before as well. Obviously, myself coming from like a teaching education background, school isn't for everybody. No. And you can't... like. It's like putting what peg round pegs and square, square holes, holes or whatever that saying is, um, and I I think so I think you can there's uh, kids uh, like yourself can learn so much by doing and yeah. more sort of vocational like courses like what Oak Ridge offers or yeah I think that like when you're in school like when I had mentioned I was going to do greenkeeping there was like teachers just like looking at you with a, like a puzzled face almost being like to do what yeah and it's just like. I think people do need to realise that it's not all about going to university, doing your four or six year degree in accountancy or... Yeah. I had a similar experience when I was picking subjects and things. I think I must have been fourth year and I had looked at Oak Ridge. I might have been fourth year going into fifth. Yeah, it was fourth year going into fifth, picking subjects. And I wanted to do landscape gardening. And I remember my guidance teacher at the time, she was like, if you want to parade around in your wellies, then so be it. But I don't think that's what you should be doing. It's like, Is that really something a teacher should be saying? No, that? they should be encouraging yeah. you to look, whatever. Right, you're going to do this. Well, here's your options. Uh-huh. I think you've got certain skills A, B and C that, that's, yep. that'll work for that. However, I think you maybe need to work on these Some things. Some other things, yeah. And then have a think about it. Yeah, yeah, no, that was. I, I do remember that. If you want to parade about in your, your wellies, then, then that's fine. Yeah. That's all well. Thanks so, for that. Yeah, so needless to say, I obviously didn't do <laughs> landscape gardening. Um, no, it's quite a big college, Oldridge, um, yes. and they do have a lot, but um, they've actually stopped doing greenkeeping. Oh, right, okay. And it's now at Elmwood College in Cooper, uh, Fife, just outside St Andrews. And the deal was that because both colleges had greenkeeping, but there wasn't, I think over the years, the classes started to dwindle down. Okay. Um, I'm going to why greenkeeping's a little bit of a fight on its hands for staffing soon. Okay. Uh, but uh, Elmwood took all the, the greenkeeping and Oatridge got all the agricultural engineering um, right. instead of it being split between the two. Ah, okay. Maybe to try and aye, get more... I think it's more just to concentrate. Obviously, Elmwood's closer to St Andrews, the home of golf, uh, that sort of stuff. So you went from school to Oatridge, yeah. still working down at Kames. Yeah. Um... Now, obviously, I know you. Yes. But people out there don't know who don't you know. are, and I know that you then went on further uh-huh. and through a program called the Ohio program. Yes. How did that come around? So then, after my NC was finished, it was only a year's qualification, and I started working full time at Kames mm-hmm. um, on the green staff, and I then uh, straight away applied to do my. SVQ level three in sports turf management, which was either that or you could do the HNC, HND. 
but I chose to do the SVQ because it was one day a week and you worked the rest. Okay. Um, and I felt you learned more actually on the job than oh, just yeah. being in a classroom. So you've done that and there was a man called Michael Keith came into the college who'd done a talk on he runs the Ohio program through the Ohio State University and it was to get um like interns from the UK and the rest of the world, in fairness, there's people from Spain, Australia, yeah. New Zealand, South Africa, um all go to America and there's either a twelve month or an eighteen month programme you can do and you're an intern at warm season and cool season grass. So warm season would be like in the south like florida okay. georgia where it's different types of grasses and the kill seasons up north like in ohio uh, pennsylvania new york Um, so it's different types and you learn the different ones mm-hmm. uh, so yeah i he came in to do a talk i was only i was still 18 when i applied and everyone's normally 21 to go in the program more so for the reason of drinking uh-huh. in america yeah um and i get told that listen you've still got a few years until you'll enjoy it more mm-hmm. um but i was persistent uh-huh. and they spoke to my college lecturers uh actually uh, jim and elma and my mom and dad and myself and i was i still am actually the youngest person to have ever went and completed the ohio program very good and it was a week before my 19th birthday i went out wow do you have anything to say? Like a wee No, I've got nothing to say. I'm the youngest. I'm uh, actually get in touch with Mike. Uh, Michael O'Keefe, if you are listening. Mike, I want a plaque. Yep. <laughs> I think you deserve that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah, so uh, hi, what did you do? Like, what, obviously you spoke about different, there's warm season and cool season grasses, which I've heard the boys talk about that sometimes. And when we go to Florida, uh-huh. yeah, they talk about that. But. So... It's just like says I could only do twelve months because I had literally just finished my level three in the March and I flew out in April. Okay. Um. So I could only do twelve months, and you go out and you work on. Michael Keith normally puts people to top one hundred golf courses in the US, um. But a lot of those are like private country clubs, mm-hmm. not always just like your Augustas and Sawgrass etc. So I was in Ohio. Uh, for my first six months at a place called Kirtland Country Club and actually William had to come out to play golf at it with his auntie Anne uh, and John um, and it was like the private country club so it was like exclusively to members there was no like pay as you play golfers unless you were invited in to be a member then you couldn't actually play this place ah uh, okay um, so it was like completely different for me to go from games <laughs> Yes. Where it's a public five guys like looking after the two golf courses actually, thirty six holes. Mm-hmm. So it's going into a crew of thirty for eighteen. Wow. Um Um so yeah, so when you're obviously doing that you there was a wee bit of a benefit there that you could get your pals on. Absolutely, that yeah. That's <laughs> one of the many, many perks of this job. Yes. Sure. We'll talk about we'll a little talk. bit about that because yeah, it's quite fascinating like people it's, that you've met and things through that um so you were at Kirkland's and then did you go anywhere else so when I was at Kirkland I went and worked uh, at the senior constellation open and at Fox Chapel Golf Club in Pennsylvania so a big part of the program is that although you're working on top golf courses they always like you to get experience working on like tournaments so like for the PGA Tour or mm-hmm 
like the European Tour, but obviously that's on Europe side. So yeah. um, the PGA Tour events, they were always normally you get to at least go to one, if not your coach that you were working at normally hosts one. Right. Uh, so some people would have got to go. You know, some people were like Liberty National and they hosted like the US Open and stuff. Um, at their own course but mm-hmm. uh, the course I was at just like I say it was a private country club and we went uh, away to work so there was yeah done that and also down to Muirfield Village to the Memorial Tournament uh, which is still in Ohio and, and the boss I had at Kirtland is now the boss at Muirfield Village for Jack Nicholas. oh very good yeah and do you keep in touch with anybody from there yeah every now and then like there's golf industry shows like in America that um, obviously we're working now we're kind of get to go to those things so still keep in touch and even some of the guys I worked alongside like the assistant supers and that still talk to them quite often mm-hmm. so it's a good networking network, uh, uh-huh. and I've kept it kind of going over that was so I went to America ten, 10 years ago in April past wow no that's a lie 11 years in April because I went I'm in, not good at math I went in 2012 and came back 11 years 2013 ago. yeah yeah so you came back 10 years ago yeah Having uh, completed having completed the, my, the Ohio program, yeah. Yeah. The when you're obviously out in the States and then coming back to did you come back to work at Kames? No, no, so like I said, I'm a six months up there and I will be honest, in my first month I was desperate to come home. Oh really? Uh-huh. That, I didn't think that was gonna be the answer. <laughs> okay. Um no, actually, yeah. I thought, like I said, when Michael Keith was worried about me being eighteen and like homesickness yes. and all that. I was determined that was fine. And yeah, after a month. And I know it's probably no different to people going away to university, but just the fact of I was in America. Yeah, <laughs> and not like miles. yeah, thousand miles, the time difference and everything. Um I still class myself as like an outgoing person. Oh, definitely. So I didn't struggle like with that, but I just there was at times I was like I want to come home. I mean, I know that feeling <laughs> I only went from Lark Call to Gala Shields <laughs> and I was like homesick because <laughs> I, like, I left uh, 17 I was 18 a few months after I started university um, but I know, I know that feeling I could not wait obviously it was a bit different I could literally you could drive or get a bus yes and which I did do but during yeah. the week I'm like I just want I just want home no um, yeah but in fairness uh, like I spoke to my parents and like even James who was like at Kames and I asked him like if I come home can I get my job back mm-hmm. and he actually told me no <laughs> and then I found out afterwards the reason he said it if I did come home he would have gave me it back but he thought a wee bit of tough love would have made me stick it out and yeah. well I did stick it out so yeah, I suppose he'll, he'll claim that as his win Yes, yes. Um, um, so, yeah, that's what the, the sort of question I was leading up to then. Yeah. So, yeah, done the six months up there, and then I went down to Florida for six months before coming home. Okay. Um, and that was part of the programme? That's part of the programme, okay. yeah. So, you work in the warm season, like the Bermudans, or Zoyas Grassies, um, is different to, like, the cool season that we have in the UK, like Fescue, Bent, Rye, um, which is form to you very much so no I've heard about the Bermuda grass yeah because I've heard Anne and John yeah from Florida so that's like the warm season hit can deal with like the heat of like the temperatures getting Florida yes. like over 100 Fahrenheit mm-hmm. um, whereas if you put fescue bent or even rye it would it would struggle to survive and even if it did the amount of water it would need um, would mm-hmm. be ridiculous it's okay. just it's just not possible right so I that's see. why there's different grass types yes no I understand um, so you went down to Florida what yep. where so I went down to a place called Club at Mediterra which okay. again was a fancy 
private country club. It actually had two golf courses with the pool. They had a private beach, and it was in Naples in Florida. Nice. um, I think Naples is renowned for um, retirement capital of the US. I think I think at one point I think it's yeah. now Sarasota. Oh. Um, for those of you that have like listened to the last uh, episode with Anne, um, and as she said, she lives out in Sarasota. It's in the short time that I've obviously been going out there, and it'll be the same similar time yeah. as yourself. It has changed so much, but yeah, there is a lot of um, older, wealthy people. Yes. Um, sort of migrate winter to, birds winter birds they get called um, in Sarasota a lovely place lovely um, and I've been fortunate enough now I do not play golf people have tried to <laughs> teach me and William ha- does have the patience of a saint because I'm not a good student <laughs> at all not any good at a good, oh. I don't mean if I'm just if I can just use my driver all the time I mean you could try it that's alright I can yeah, yeah. Can I mean managed putting's not too bad oh, there you go I greened the first hole at Carnwath. I heard about that. Yeah, that is, then I should just that's stop that. Quite, I've done it. I've completed <laughs> golf. Yeah, that's it. Um, total fluke. Uh, friend, Carnwath is a local golf co- uh, course near us, literally 10 minutes up the road. Yeah. Um, and it's got a... I was actually a junior member there before I went to Keynes as a junior. Oh, right, okay. So, Their yeah. first hole, it's like you tee off and it's up, up a hill. Uphill par three. Yeah, where and you I can't just see where the ball's no. land and it's... I somehow managed a terribly to designed starting hole okay in my opinion <laughs> um, yeah, so, so, yeah so I was down in, in down in Naples yeah, yeah. and actually uh, because when I, even though I was up in Ohio and William came over to play golf and see me which was good <laughs> um, he came up with his auntie Anne and John Anne's partner and then when I was moving down to Florida um, Anne and John were like a I would say they're like another mother and father to me <laughs> They really are. I'm like one of the family. I feel like they're a part of mine. Yeah, so when Anne and I um, went down to Florida, Anne and John helped me like so much. They helped me get my car. It was a little Ford Focus. Um, loved that wee thing with the racing stripes up it. <laughs> nice. And for people that don't know America, that car is not normal for, especially Florida with the big trucks, pickups, uh. and whatever. For those of you that have been to Florida, you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. Like, I would literally need a stepladder. We've got friends that had a truck, and I would literally have needed a stepladder to get up into the yeah. thing. So my wee Ford Focus next to anything was dwarfed. It could go, like, under the truck. Yeah, yeah almost but... could have. <laughs> uh, so, no, they helped me all that. The clubs, uh, that was another thing about the programme. So in Ohio and in Florida, both the clubs uh, give you accommodation. So nice. Kirtland had like a six bedroom house for all the interns and there was only four of us in it, which was good, like mm-hmm. the social side again. And then in Mediterra down in Naples, they got us an apartment um, and that was just next to Mark Island, which is just outside Naples. I think it's still classed as Naples, but it's, it's kind of separate. I haven't been there. Um, next, so next door to where we live... Um, our neighbours, the they're from Scotland, but they emigrated out there well, a number of years ago and had a, a car shop and stuff. And I've heard both Alan and Shirley speak about Marco, Marco Island. Island and say yeah. it's lovely. They used to take the yeah. boat out and things like that. I think like it's that. quite an exclusive, kind of rich place uh, as yeah. well, next to the water. But 
Uh, no, so that's good. And I'll talk about the program I should have mentioned is you don't get put out yourself, you get put with other people. So uh, I get put to Ohio originally with another boy from Scotland, uh, from Edinburgh, who I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. So good friends with him now. Um, he works in Ireland at a golf course. Okay. And um, the two boys that I get put, you get switched up again. They don't keep you with the same two people or the same. They, they switch up, and I get put with another Scottish guy and an English guy uh, down in Florida. And yeah, they're one Sterling Greenkeeper, actually, one started his own landscaping company, okay. the English boy Simon. And uh, Andy, he's head greenkeeper at a course over towards Glasgow that I can't remember the name. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Hope you're listening, Andy. Sorry, I forgot your golf course. Eddie's going to share this far and wide. Absolutely. So <laughs> All over turf, Eddie. Um, um, the, uh, yeah, the podcast, though, as I have said before, it's just a general chat with like friends of ours, family, who have like went and done like kind of cool things, mm-hmm. and it might not be the like this. Is, it's not the first and last time. No, absolutely like not. You can, yeah, I'll be back. Because there's a project you're working on just now. Yes. Um, I don't know how much really to say about that, but that'd be kind of cool to. Yeah, absolutely. I'll to come talk back about. On once to talk about that. Complete. Yeah. Um, but no, Florida was that's what I'm saying about that. So that was good. And then let's say Anne and John helped um, me a lot. And then my visa was coming to an end when I was in Florida, and. I needed a job to come back to in Scotland or wherever I couldn't get. I would have loved to have stayed in the States, but as I'm pretty sure you are aware. That was my question. The visa application or the, not even the application, just the chances of getting a visa is just incredibly hard. We know that from obviously your experience yeah. and Andrew's experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Just, the paperwork exercise alone is, yeah. is crazy. Um, so the, that was my question a good yeah, bit back sorry. no 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 um, yeah USA or, or here I would pick USA every day if I'm honest and I, that sounds sh- maybe stupid considering I said I was homesick and wanted to come home at the beginning but the lifestyle and everything else like say I'm not saying I would stay up in like Ohio or that I loved it and the summers were proper summers like it was they call it the 100 days of over 100 degrees Fahrenheit wow that they get but they get pretty harsh winters they get like four, five, six feet of snow in the winter so see I would love that you get your that's proper me. seasons I suppose yeah. which in Scotland's maybe that's more relatable to but uh, maybe it just gets summer and winter here yeah. <laughs> two weeks of summer um, so yeah I would think Florida I would love to but again I've actually not been in Florida in the summer their summer. Oh, you not? <laughs> no, I've always went. Um, I've always been there between like October and March. Oh. So I don't know how I would feel working outside in the summer. It's hot. Yeah, and humid. Uh, oh well, I have got curly hair, and it's. <laughs> with, oh, it, it's so that's really hot. that would be my one and only con- not concern, but a concern to a certain extent. Yeah, that would I be able to deal in that heat? Yeah. Because this is the winter's fine, like twenty five to thirty Celsius, like that's mm. lovely. The winter's lovely. Yeah. Like we've been, it's we've been fortunate. Than our summers. To go, uh, we've been fortunate enough to go both summer and winter because we were there this January. Yeah. Um, but last when was I out with Lizzie? Last June. Yeah, last yeah. June. And it's it is it's warm. hot. Yeah, just so. I'm still saying Florida though. Yeah. So yeah, you would pick Florida over. Scotland. Yeah, I would. Okay, so you've done your stint 
in America, you had to come back because mm-hmm. of the visa. Yep. What happened when you come back? So before I came back, I had applied for two jobs, uh, both in Scotland, one at St Andrews and one at Trump International Scotland, which is in Aberdeen or just outside Aberdeen. They were both seasonal greenkeepers, so for people that don't know what that is, that's just like a six-month contract, so from the golfing season April to the end of September. Um, and I'd done that because I wanted to remain at like a top-level golf course. I could have came back and, dare say it, probably went back to Kames, mm-hmm. but I wanted to kind of keep at the level that I was at, so I applied for both of those and was offered them both. Uh, again, Michael Keefe had helped with the St Andrews one, but I chose Trump International. And yeah, done my six months there. It was very good, but interesting to go to remain at that top level, but also do it in Scotland because I'd only done the top level in America. Mm-hmm. Um, things were different in a good way. Yes. Um, at Trump's, they again like the staffing levels are very high. Obviously, the budget um, is very good and it helps us maintain the golf course to the standard we do. Um, I think it's one of, if not the best golf course. Not that you're biased. In the world. I'm not biased, no. I think if you ask ask Anne, ask William. Yes. Anyone that's played it, actually. I, as I've told you already, like, and you know I am not a golfer, <laughs> yeah. but I can appreciate how lovely it is yeah. up there. Like. Yeah. It's for those that don't know, it's right on the coast, yeah. Um, just outside Aberdeen, and it is lovely. Like, mm-hmm. and I think was as much as I have not played golf a lot, I have been on a lot of courses. You have, so you been to Pebble Beach? No, I haven't. No, William, sorry, William's been, but he's that tight. He didn't play, he actually play it. He went and just visited it. I think Andy <laughs> John played. <laughs> don't believe him. And the thing, you're not mind even saying that because you're like, I have not paid that money. I'm not paying money. $600 no, for a round of golf. No, for the bottle going into the, the water because of the wind. That's why he's friends with me. <laughs> um, but no, I can appreciate how lovely it is up there. The fact that you, you can't see other people either, yeah. other golfers. The way the, the Dr. Martin Hawtrey, uh, the course architect, uh, the way he's designed it is that you there can be a, hundred, a full tee sheet of 160, 200 people out there, but you the way the course is designed like the dunes surround you and you're kind of sank into them yeah and you just feel like you're the only people there it's lovely like i'm asking it and the the clubhouse is lovely we've been obviously had food in there and the house is going to be nosy in the house and stuff yeah it's lovely um yeah so from an aesthetic point of view yeah it is lovely aesthetically like that's something the the trump organization and especially like trump international the the standards are very high Mm -hmm. i think anyone that's played or stayed at any of the properties that the Trump organisation owned, whether it be New York, mm-hmm. uh, Miami and Florida, or Turnberry, or as in Aberdeen, like the standard is incredibly high. Turnberry, actually, I forgot about Turnberry being one of um, part of the, the Trump organisation. Yeah. Um, that's lovely too. Yeah. I've played there, actually. Yeah, you have. I have King, played there. Was it King Robert Bruce or the Aaron Course? The Aaron Course. Yeah. Um, played there, and we had food in the clubhouse, and yeah. lovely view over, obviously. Yeah. Uh, over to I think you look over to Aaron obviously. you do look over to Aaron yeah and Ilsa Craig Ilsa that's Craig. down yep. that direction and too. that's the lighthouse uh, lovely it's lovely down there yeah you know yeah. that's nice too uh, yeah it's lovely too and yeah. so yeah just coming back and wanting to stay at that top level that's why I chose Trump. but I also done it in mind with because it was only the sixth month and wanted to remain I wanted to go and try Australia okay and they are 
golfing season, but it's also their summer is ever winter, obviously because they're halfway around. So, mm-hmm. although I done the see the golfing season in Scotland, I was going to do the golfing season in Australia. So I would finished my six months at Trump Aberdeen, uh, which was great. I loved it. And I went over to show to Royal Sydney Golf Club. I think I literally met you one day um, and then... I was away a, the next. You were away the next, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I was. So Royal Sydney, what was that like? Royal Sydney was good again. Different again, but it was like... So Trump, although I was at the high standard, Trump was at that point was just a full page of play. Um, and obviously the courses in America were full membership mm-hmm. with private um, Royal Sydney was back to the full membership okay. uh, with the, the whole exclusivity private privacy private members club um, but it was good their their laws over there for work mean that it can be different because like for overtime and that um, I never touched on it but like when I was in Ohio in my six months I got six days off <laughs> And when you're working, it was like a minimum of like 10, 12 hour shifts. And it was every day. That is a lot. It's a lot. It's like one day off a month. Yeah. It didn't work out that it was that. There was like some, some months you got two. So, uh-huh. but yeah, that's was like Florida was a lot different. Um, and maybe that's why I'm saying I go back to Florida. I get two days off every week mm-hmm. there, um, which uh, for greenkeeping, you, is it normal to get days off every week? Uh, that just doesn't happen. It's a. You have the golf course presented every day for golfers, so you have to have staff there. And um, weekends is obviously a shorter working day, just because it's that's the busiest days. And yeah. um, so then going back to Australia, and like I say, they they had the Australian Open that year, um, in twenty thirteen, and Rory McIlroy won. Very good. <laughs> yeah, and you got a picture with him actually. What's your thought? I'm now sort of drifting off here. Are we yeah, tangent? I've been I've been quite good. Yeah. Because do I a do, tangent. Come on. I do have a habit of. Something will pop into my, my brain and I need to I need to I need to get it out while I still remember. That's fine. We've had conversations sometimes in the house, as you know, about certain golfers and whatever. So yeah. Rory McElroy, what is your thoughts on him? I need to be honest here, because if some people listen to this, they'll call me out on it. So <laughs> <laughs> I never used to be a big fan of Rory. Mm-hmm. I've always been a Tiger Woods. He's my hero. Which I get some people will say, how can you say that considering everything that's happened? But when it comes to golf, he's my hero. In terms of golf, yeah. I can understand 100%. His personal life, oh, that's a bit of a sort of question mark. Yeah. But that's his but, personal but, life, nothing yes. to do with us, is, I think. I get he's in the public eye. Uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, let's just, because that could open so he's the, In my opinion, he's the best golfer in the world. Tiger Woods. Yes. Yes. Goat or whatever. He's a goat. He's the goat. Greatest of all time. <laughs> um, so, but Rory, yeah, I've became more to like him uh, recently. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's... I used to find him quite arrogant. But then after I met him, it kind of changed me. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I am no expert. I am no... Um, what's that famous? Laura Davies. She's a golfer, isn't she? Yeah. That... The first name is the only thing that we have in common. <laughs> um, I, until I watched this year's Ryder Cup, uh-huh. and if I'm being honest, I think every golf competition should be like Ryder Cup. Like, it, there's just so much more. The atmosphere. Atmosphere, is it's good. It is. And everybody just gets so excited. We've yeah. seen the kind of confrontation thing with, oh, with Rory and yeah. Mother the caddy. caddy. Yeah. Like, 
just uh, like emotion in it. Yeah. Whereas sometimes I think normal, like the open, and yeah. it's quite flat. But I understand there's a whole... I think the whole difference is the Ryder Cup's like the, the team Te- event. Yeah. Whereas every other more apart from the President's Cup but stuff like that, it's all just individual. Yes. And I don't I... think it's as, like you say, the emotion isn't the mm-hmm. same as a team spirit. And I, yeah, a conversation with William and Andrew about this before, that I just didn't think Rory had that to just that get the job done. Like, that wee bit of bite. Yeah, like... I am no expert, so probably people will call me out on this, like, what do you know? But just from watching it, there was just never, like, a... Just to finish, do the job, yeah. until I seen... It at the a lot of people will say that, because, like, it's this year and last year, like, the amount of times he's been close to winning a more majors... He just doesn't get over that just, line. You know, he doesn't, like, last year at St Andrews and Cam Smith won it. He just seems to... I think fall at the last hurdle's a bit harsh because he's still not playing bad golf. No, no. I think it's the other golfers are playing just better golf that day. Yeah. But you're right. But then when I watch him at the Ryder Cup, I'm like, oh, actually... More of that, Rory, please. Yeah, yeah, uh Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I enjoyed... Yeah. I enjoyed um, watching that, Um, definitely. So, yeah, that was... But, so, players... Yeah, so you met Rory. Yep. Who, Who else... We'll just go on this line just now. Who, who Players that I've met? Yeah. Uh, oh, I met Ernie Els um, at Riviera because when I was working in Florida at Mediterra, they sent me to California uh-huh. to Riviera Country Club. Nice. Which was the Northern Trust Open at the time. It's now changed to the Tigers Genesis Invitational. Okay. But it was that back then. Uh, Ernie Els there. Um, I have seen Tiger. Uh-huh. But not actually like properly got to meet him. <laughs> so I was this is fast forwarding a lot because this was just in December last yes. I was out in the Bahamas mm-hmm. at Albany uh, Golf Club which is where Hero Invitational is held and it's Tigers Tournament again uh, but it's only the top or it's normally the top 20 players but it's only invites by him Okay, wow. and with everything going on with the whole kind of live PGA it was just PGA players Okay, um, so you at that time, you couldn't have said it was the top 20 in the world, I don't think, because of the world rankings. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was the case. So Tiger, and I was absolutely distraught because the week before he pulled out of playing oh, gosh. due to one of his injuries, and I was so looking forward to being up close yeah. and seeing the goal. <laughs> so who, who would be your, like, doesn't mean that you've met them, but who who is your favourite player? Now with Tiger not playing, my favourite is Jordan Spieth. Okay, but you have met Jordan Spieth. I have, and that was also um, in Albany, and because the because in the Bahamas and the time of year it's the beginning of December, the crowds to get to the Bahamas obviously it's not a cheap place to go or stay or do anything in, so the crowds are very like low and limited. Okay, but you can get such close access to all the players like the top Mm twenty. Um, got to like walk the fairway and between holes with Jordan. Yes. Just class, like Jordan. He's just, he's just my best mate. So, um, yeah, we have a friend called Jordan, but yeah, yeah he's talking about Jordan Spieth. Yes, yeah, like, oh. get your golf better, please. <laughs> yeah, Jordan um, Spieth. Uh, so now he would. I think he's. Yeah, he's definitely um, my favorite golfer. Okay, just now. I think after, and it's the same when I watched on Netflix the Formula One behind whatever that's called. Yeah, drive to survive. That's what's called. And then you watch the full swing. 
and then I watched the full swing. And I think that these programmes are great to get a wee bit more an insight to not only their lifestyle... But the sport. But the sport and yeah. them as people. Absolutely. Because like that, like the Open or those uh-huh. sort of competitions, you don't get to know that person. Absolutely not. The Ryder Cup, I think definitely... You, sh- you get to see a little bit more of the people yeah. there, yeah. Um, um, so, you yeah, know, the full swing, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, There's another season coming out. Oh, is there? Very, yeah. There were some people in there who were quite like you and I'm like, mm, I'm not too sure... Um, Definitely Brooks Kepka's wife you didn't like, didn't you? Oh, no, she was okay. Brooks Kepka, I didn't, Brooks, I didn't like. <laughs> no, that's not as much as this is going to be like. Until Sued. Out there on the internet. No, no, no. It wasn't my favourite. <laughs> I quite liked uh, Matt Fitzpatrick and yeah. I quite liked, oh, I can't remember his name. It was just solely laid back. So laid back. There was some day, but it just it felt as though like like I could go and like play in the PGA. Uh-huh. Oh, what's his name? Is it Joel? Joel someday? Someday Joel. He was like no. drinking someday and Joel. just yeah. But he, he didn't, and he said that I think it himself just didn't put himself. Yeah, he didn't put himself in that bracket. He just no. like, if it happened, just, it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I quite it was it's like it refreshing to see. Yeah, yeah, it, it resonated with you yeah. like you could. You could go and achieve this. Absolutely. I wish, to be fair. Yeah. But no. Anyway, right, back. Yeah, so back to Australia. Back to Australia. Yeah. Royal Sydney. Yep. Yeah, the Australian Open. Yep. Um, which again was good. Lived um, on Bondi Beach, um, which was good. But I made the massive mistake of when I was there of comparing it to Florida. Which, in hindsight, I know was wrong. But at the time, I kept... I don't know why, but I thought, by the beach, warm... Warm season grass golf course. I just thought that's going to be similar, and it really wasn't. It was just different, and in my opinion, I felt like I was still in like the UK because, especially in Sydney and Bondi, I was surrounded by Scottish, English, Irish, Welsh, and just felt like you were still at home, mm-hmm. but halfway around the world, at the same time. And whereas when I was in Ohio and Florida, Naples. You were surrounded by the local people, mm-hmm. and it kind of made that difference. I think. In what way different? Like just so like when you're I like experiencing different cultures. Yeah. Um, like the locals, like how they, what they do, um, like nights out with them, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Whereas it just generally felt like you were still at home. That and as well, and I'm sure you know too. And for MDLs, if you've went to America, <laughs> like. Oh my granny's second cousin. Oh, everyone's from Scotland. <laughs> Everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they take a bit of an interest. Yeah, they do. And yeah, whereas yeah, if you were at like Royal Sydney, the golf course itself, I just clarified the golf course and everyone that worked there were fantastic. Yes, they were uh, all Australian. Yeah. Um, and there was um a couple other Scottish boys. They were great. Mm-hmm. It was just like say the living situation where in the social after work, I just felt that it was just it's just like. It just wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like getting to new, know new people. Yes. And that just wasn't it Okay. over there. Um, but it was a good experience and I'm glad that I went and tried it. Um, I think one thing I've got out of greenkeeping, which maybe wasn't my aim to begin with, was all the travelling that I've got to do. Um, in the different countries I've got to go yes. either work or just visit, I think mm-hmm. not a lot of people get to do. How long were you in Australia for? So I was supposed to be there for six months. Um, I went in the 
beginning of October in 2013. The tournament, the Australian Open was in December. So I had two months leading up to it. Um, and right after the tournament, I was offered a job back at Trump International um, in Scotland, mm-hmm. at Aberdeen, um, as irrigation technician, which, for people who don't know, is the sprinkler system on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people probably think, why does Scotland need irrigation or water? Um, it surprised you how dry it is in the northeast of Scotland. Yes. It's one of the driest in the UK and windiest. Yep. As you can tell by the, the face and the hair. <laughs> Uh, just constant windswept wind and windburnt <laughs> um, so now I was offered that and I was still only like I say just not not even three months into my six month contract there but after again it was a situation where I was there for six months and Australia to you're in the working holiday visa I'm pretty sure it is right but in order to stay like longer than a year you need to do like farming or I think it's like get back or something to put back into their country yeah which I hear is, something about this which is understandable I don't have anything yeah. bad to say but after that six month I would probably have had to have gone and done like three months farming yeah and that's not what I wanted to do like I had my targets kind of set I'd done my college I knew what I wanted to do and I'm not didn't want to detract on doing three months farming just to get another year's visa yes I won't like I said I didn't enjoy Australia as much as America so I was mm-hmm. like when this job offer came through I was like well I need to take it yes um, it is a Trump is still top 50 golf course in the world top 100 depending on what ranking you look at Mm -hmm. everyone has their different opinions but uh, yeah so this came up and it was still uh, it was the start in January so I went to Perth in Australia to see some family spent Christmas or just before Christmas sorry spent a couple of weeks there I loved Perth by the way would go there Uh, I've never been to Australia at all Robert, my brother, he went to Tasmania for a Young Farmers Exchange oh. 2013, 2014. Oh, just after me. But I, no, I've never been. I've never been. No, I think, uh, like I say, Perth was lovely, but I was off that job, so I was coming back. And yeah, went back in the January to start at Trump's again. And a full-time job. Very good. So you have been offered irrigation technician at... Trump Aberdeen. Yep. Um, so when when did you start there? Like when coming back to Australia? So I came back to Australia, I spent Christmas at home um, and then started on the 6th of January, I think the 6th or 7th of January it was, okay. in 2014. And from there, I have stayed at Trump's. Um, it's now, what, October 2023. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just under the 10-year mark. Yes. Um, if you include my seasonal, then it's over 10 years. Over 10, uh-huh, yeah. say I had a three-month, what's it called, a sab- sabbatical. A sabbatical, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Three-month sabbatical. Or a hiatus. There we go. Is that what you call that? Aye, a hiatus. Yeah. Taking a break. Taking a break. <laughs> Taking a break. Um, and yeah, in that time I've been irrigation technician and then deputy head greenkeeper and now head greenkeeper of the championship course at... Trump International Aberdeen. Basically. Okay, so that's a second course at Aberdeen. So no, the championship is the original course. Okay. Uh, so just now um, we're in the middle of construction of a second golf course. Yes. Uh, the McLeod course. 
um, which was always part of the master plan okay. um, of Trump International Golf Links Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's getting in the middle of it just now. Hopefully in the next year and a bit, mm-hmm. um, it will be opened up. So yeah. That's exciting. It is. So at what point then did you become deputy? Deputy Head was five years ago. Okay. Um, in the September and then the beginning of August uh, this year was Head Greenkeeper. Uh-huh. Um, and this year was also our first professional tournament. Okay. Uh, so we hosted the Legends Tour Stay Sure PGA Senior Championship. Very good. Yeah. Um, and what, what's a Legends Tour? So the Legends Tour is like the seniors, so I think it's over 50s, maybe 55, but I thought it was 50s. Um, and it's, so you've got the European Tour, the DP World Tour, sorry, um, and it's like the, the European side of it as mm-hmm. the, the older generation. So okay. you got like Colin Montgomery, Paul Laurie, um, Lazabal, uh, Michael Campbell. Um, some big names like when we were younger. Yes. Kind of playing golf and they're now at that stage where they're... Don't hit it as far. Anyway. <laughs> Still further than me, but not yeah, as far uh-huh, as uh, yeah. like Sid Rory and all that. So now we had that. Um, and the other day there, actually, it's just been announced that we are hosting that tournament for the next three years. Oh, very good. Yeah, so that's good news. Does it normally sort of rotate? Yeah, it's normally different courses. Um, this was our, like I say, the first one we've ever hosted, um, like professional tournament. Uh-huh. Um, which is pretty good considering we're only 11 year old yes um, so we opened in 2012 the July Trump's opened and yeah we're here now it's mature and it's got better um, like I say it's climbing the rankings yes. which is always good um, showcasing the place off mm-hmm. so yeah you're saying showcasing the place off um how do you, as a as an employee of Trump, do you have a responsibility for showing it off? Or yes, you do. Uh-huh. Um, like you, you have all of so your all your confidential contracts and um, things like that, social media contracts. Yes. Um, but you also have the duty of you're representing the company. Yep. Um, so everything you kind of do always has to reflect on that. Yes. Um, but showcasing it, yeah, like social media. Um, even like bringing guests and that up um, to showcase it mm-hmm. um, so no it's all all positive yes uh huh um, social media do you do you use well I know you use I it do. But, so, but do you have social so, media yeah so public ones for like outside people to use or mm-hmm. to, to view mine so it would be LinkedIn and it's now X I suppose it's not Twitter do I say Twitter X I think I still say Twitter, but Twitter, well, we have literally for those of you that when we actually get the video working, the new banner. I have designed this, and, <laughs> and I've got ah because I left it on there. <laughs> I think everyone knows what it means, so uh-huh. you're all right. Whereas I don't think X. No. I think it sounds ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think they should just have said Elon should just have kept it to Twitter. Yeah. So um, for anyone who wants to follow anything to do with greenkeeping, especially at Trump International, Turf Eddie, at Turf Eddie. At Turf Eddie. We'll put all those sort of links and things. Catch me on the socials. Yes, so people can catch you over there uh, and follow, obviously follow you, see what what you're up to. Um, 
so that you've been at Trumps now for just ten years all in. Yeah. Um, what does the future look like for you? For me, well, obviously, just started in the role of head greenkeeper, yes. so definitely do two, three, maybe more years as that. Yes. Um, just turned thirty this year, so I'm still pretty young for yes. that, and especially of the like the caliber of the golf course, and mm-hmm. um, you're not getting many people at thirty year old as head greenkeeper yeah. at a top one hundred. Uh, so immensely proud of myself for that if I'm honest I think you should be and just going back to what you said at the start about leaving when you were like 17 yeah to then well look if you started younger where you're at now yeah if you um, delayed that till after I'd done fifth and sixth year and then even you yeah, wasted uh-huh. time exactly so um, we've tried to I've, obviously I've spoke to William and I spoke to Anne previously that's you're only sort of our yeah. third guest as such or second proper if you don't include yeah. William it's only our second <laughs> and They've obviously started their own business, and uh-huh. I've asked them uh, any advice for people like starting out in their business. So, if MD was interested in greenkeeping, what would you advise? How do you get started in that? What, uh, how do you get started? So, if you three points, if three things that you'd advise somebody that's interested in greenkeeping, what would they? What should they do? So one would be, obviously. Like get in touch with either your local golf course mm-hmm. or look at the adverts like Bega, um, as British and International Golf and Greenkeeping Association, and that's kind of like where all the members, most greenkeepers are members of that, um, and that's where like all the the jobs are advertised. Um, you've also got, um, Scottish Golf, um, Association. They have jobs and everything. Mm-hmm. I just check the jobs and make sure. That you're going to like it first, that you're going to be out in all weathers, you're going to be out in the winter, in the cold and rain, um, that pay isn't going to be the best. Um, that's one thing. It's not bad. And obviously, the, f- the more you work up and the better golf courses, obviously, same with other companies, the, the pay is, is better. Um, and the second thing I'd say is it's also a good way to travel the world, like I said before. I didn't think I'd get to go to half the places I have. Yeah, and um, I'm going to ask you about that in just a minute. Yeah, sorry. That's, <laughs> no, um, no, no. So, yeah, I didn't think I'd get to go to half the places, uh, and I'm very happy that I have and experienced it. Um, and the third thing I'd say would be make sure after you've done your first qualification that you go do the Ohio programme. You don't in? need to pay me, Mike. It's okay. <laughs> I think you should, as long as you get a wee plaque. Yeah, so get my plaque. That's me done. I got a jacket the other day, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, with the Ohio programme, so thanks, Mike. I nice. wear it proudly. <laughs> um, yeah, so going back, obviously those are your, your sort of three sort of things sort of to advice for MD. Mm-hmm. I mean, young or old, like if somebody was wanting a sort of change in career, then obviously, um, but you mentioned about travelling, so where, where has greenkeeping basically taken you? Other than you went to Australia... You've done your Ohio program. Where else in yeah. the world and opportunities have you experienced because of because the game? game? So, like I say, there's the Bega have their own like industry show down in Harrogate. So mm-hmm. you get to go down there, um, good networking opportunity, um, catch up with everyday seminars, uh, a lot of learning, yes. uh, which is good. Because, um, like you say, it's not just once you finish college that that's you done with learning. Every day's a skill day as such. Everyone yep. says. Um, and then I've also been fortunate, like I say, I've been to the Bahamas 
uh, to work at Albany for the tournament. I've been to Washington, D.C., um, and uh, it was actually a Trump property, Trump National, Washington, D.C., hosted the Senior PGA Championship, which sounds like our tournament, but it was like the American version. Right. Like, because the two tours, like, we have the DP World and the PGA. They okay. have, like, the Legends and I think it's just the Seniors Tour over in America. Okay. So I've done that, um, and I've also had the opportunity to go to Sawgrass to work at the Players' Championship and that's actually a weird one. I've been twice but only really completed one tournament uh-huh. as I went in 2020 and after the first day of play um, that's when COVID made its appearance and ruined the tournament and I got sent home. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Obviously, I remember COVID, but I do remember <laughs> that whole, whole like, getting yeah. there yeah. because... William was going to Vegas. William was in Vegas William, at that time. William was in Vegas. And just come back from a stag do. Yes. Yeah. In Portugal. I remember all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then COVID hit. So, um, and that was through an, an initiative through Biga and sponsored by John Deere. So, everything was kind of covered and paid for, which was a great ad. Anyway, Greenkeepers should apply for it. You can every year. I was lucky enough to be picked. And, like I say, you take you out for the week. Um, I think it's 10 days, actually. Flights, transfers, hotels, food, everything's covered. Um, and do the tournament, um, which is our, like I say, we knew we were hosting the Legends Tour this year. So, for to go over in March uh, to do the the players was kind of a good learning experience to kind of see and kind of understand more of like what it takes to run a tournament I know it's a completely different scale like again any golfers that are listening to this that aren't green keepers Sawgrass had 200 staff for the week on the golf course wow and people wonder why the golf course is in those conditions that's a big reason yeah it takes an army to keep it yeah now, I've been to Sawgrass, not, not for the PGA, PGA like no. it was just PGA. Anne and John had were yeah. playing and we had got, oh, is it the 17th? 17th of the water. Where the water is, yeah. yep. We got a wee tour out to that and things because yeah. they offer a tour of basically the facility kind of thing, yeah. so that was really interesting. But yeah, it looks as though somebody has taken scissors to the grass when you the drive in up yeah. to the clubhouse and things. It's immaculate. So they have a hundred of their own staff wow. full time and then they bring in a hundred volunteers for the tournament. So even on a day to day basis they have a ridiculous amount of resources available to them. It's the PG headquarters is right next door to them. Um, it's called literally the players. It's T P C is the players club. So mm-hmm. yeah. I um, uh, I've been there and I've been to there's golf industry shows I've been to in San Diego um, Orlando again lucky enough that my work are very supportive and um, as gaining more education and kind of networking they're pretty good for us that way yeah like continuous um, like professional development yeah, yeah that sort of thing yeah well that's yeah. good um, so that's the, obviously certainly think something that if people are interested in yeah get involved in yeah. greenkeeping there is all this it's other opportunity it's not just grass cutting no and I think a lot of people think or I'm not saying you do but a lot of people do believe that you just cut grass there is a lot more to it than that yeah um, 
and you'd understand that like kind of once you start getting into it cutting the grass is the easy part <laughs> uh, if you can cut that then then you're doing good but yeah there's a lot more to it I suppose like with everything the more you put in or the more you're invested in yeah continues to develop professional development things like that then the more you get back out of it oh, 100% 100% and I think travelling if you if you want to see the world then yeah potentially it's definitely a great way to do it like say I've only that's only the countries I've been to I know guys that have been Thailand Singapore Hong Kong um, there's loads of places you can go Canada New Zealand like it is endless don't get me wrong like visas are sometimes a difficulty but it's not as hard as what people think if you're only going to do it temporarily mm-hmm. um, and the good thing is your 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 employer your work is very supportive of absolutely of all these things yeah all of them uh, like I say um, the Executive Vice President, Sarah, and my boss. So although I'm head greenkeeper of the championship course, mm-hmm. there's another guy, head greenkeeper of the second golf course that will be up and running. Mm-hmm. And there's a link superintendent. So he's in charge of everything yes. outside, like the hotel grounds, the driveway. It's a long driveway down. It's a, it's a lovely <laughs> driveway down, yeah. No. Um, the clubhouse grounds and all the golf courses. So okay. um, that's when you're talking about my ambitions, it would be to make that next step up to be ultimately in charge of everything. Yes. And not necessarily at Trump. I do love it there and it's like a big family and such. Um, everybody kind of gets along and mm-hmm. we're all supportive of each other. But just that next step, whether it would be there or at another property, but it would definitely be... Like a top 100. Okay. Say learn about your favourite player. Where, where, what is your favourite course that you have been to? Been to, all, been to or played? Your favourite course that you have played. Uh-huh. And then a, a course that you would love to, to play. Okay. So the best golf course that I've played would need to be Trump International, but it's not my one. It's the one in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. Um. Again, ultra-exclusive private members club, but the condition was generally the best I've ever seen a condition I got, of course, in. It's in Florida. Obviously, you get better um, growth and recovery for everything, but I, I played it Thanksgiving time, so around about the end of November, last Thursday. So I should always know that. The last Thursday, Thursday. November, yep. Yep. Um, that one, um, just like I say, it was completely immaculate. It was as if no one had played on it. It was just perfect. Greens were fast. Um, again, buggies, caddy was great. Clubhouse facilities, everything about it was just perfect. Yeah. Um, and the golf course I would most like to play. I'm going to be boring here and say Augusta. <laughs> and not for... I just would like to see like the whole overall experience. I think it gets the reputation that a lot of clubs do, that the posh, private, um, exclusivity... Um, but I would just like to that's where the Masters has played yes, I don't uh, think you could argue playing that golf course as a sort of amateur gardener though this year I've not been involved much, this year I've struggled for whatever reason but when I have seen Augusto on the TV the flowers yeah. and just I would like to play it at that time of the year as well <laughs> Okay. so I'm being a bit picky there Yeah. any members that's in Georgia isn't it? yeah it's in Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. in Augusta in Augusta um, how do you rate the golf courses in Scotland in comparison to Trump Aberdeen? Just every golf course or? Mm, 
like any any ones in particular? Just, I, I have not. So, really, I've not. I've only been to. You've been to Sandra's. Yeah. You've been to Turnberry. Been to Turnberry. Yep. I've been to someone that there, there was one that was Gates. You had to phone somebody. Was that not? Up near Inverness. Castle Stewart. No. It's got like a round. Castle Stewart. Clubhouse. Can you? Green in the top. Art Deco yeah. looking. Castle Stewart. Yeah, there was gates we had yeah. to like call Sunday. So we weren't playing like <laughs> we were not playing. We were way to pick. No, well I've, people up. I have been lucky enough, like say through my job, to play a lot of yes. golf courses, whether that's been in Scotland or abroad. Your favourite in Scotland then? Oh, my favourite in Scotland. Let's that make it a bit easier. Your favourite in Scotland to play? I'm going to go against my own work. Yeah, let's because I'm get taking my work out of it. Yeah, yeah. I can't include that because obviously it is the best. <laughs> There we go. Um, I would say Muirfield, down okay. East Lothian. Mm-hmm. Um, again, open championship course, um, just proper links golf, and it was just, it's nothing like spectacular. There's no, and it's going to sound ridiculous, I think it's the best course, but there's no like outstanding hole that like stands out to me. And the mm-hmm. 18's very good. Um, I like the finishing all the first, um, but I just thought the condition and I think the way I played obviously helps. But I think William would be opposite because he did not play well when we played. No. <laughs> In fairness to William this year, this is the most golf that I have known William to play, to play. ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Because it used to just be... Florida. He'd play when we go to the States. Yeah. Because it's sunny and it's warm and, oh, and why would you not? Why why would you not? Um, or if he's Aunt Anne was over visiting, sometimes he would maybe play. Yeah. But this year, he, this is honestly the most golf that it's I have played. known him. Yeah. To play. Um, We've played some good golf courses in the last. Even if you include like to this time last year. Uh huh. Like I say, perks are quite good for me. Yes. Um, and it also helps. Uh, I take William and Jordan and we can all go so we've done Royal Liverpool where mm-hmm. the Open was this year we've done Muirfield we've done North Berwick I think that's William's favourite actually mm-hmm. um, what else have we done we've also done Trump International still to do Turnberry mm-hmm. just don't remind them of that yet um, I think we've done well I'm pretty sure we've done more than that so is your preference Link's courses I know actually my preference is Parklands. Oh okay. Yeah. But then, so why in your field then over a Parklands? Is there nothing decent in Scotland? <laughs> there definitely is, but I just like I say, there. I think one of the best Parklands that I've ever played is up in Aberdeen, and it's D side. Okay. Unfortunately, it's right next to the River D, hence the D side part, and every single winter, it gets flooded. The river bursts its banks. There's been a year, four or five years ago, where the golf course was shut for five months because they actually diggers in scraping the sand and silt off that the river had like dumped on it. And just now, hopefully we'll get this turned around fairly quickly. Um, Scotland just now on the east coast is hammered. hammered with rain and wind. Oh, it's terrible. Storm. Red, first red. Red warning. For a long time. Yeah, and it's storm, was it? Bat. 
Babette. Babette. Storm <laughs> I don't Babette. Know who names these things. Storm Babette is battering <laughs> us. Um, so will they all suffer from that? They will suffer from oh. that, yeah. Like, Breakin's completely underwater. Um, again, we do suffer from some storm damage, but we're pretty lucky. And obviously, the resources and the staff and levels were good at turning around the recovery um, back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a favourite time of year on the golf course here? So if you, for, so work, for working in. For working in, yeah. Yeah, my favourite time would probably be from the likes of beginning of July to maybe the end of September. And that's because, well, one, is when normally golf course is the best condition. Yes. But also because it's like when the weather allows it to be in the best condition. Yes. Um, growing season, everything, like northeast of Scotland, you don't really get grass grown until mid to end of me right okay um, like I say in the states and even central Scotland you're probably maybe the end of April so you're a little bit behind yeah um, which means recovery and getting ready is a little bit longer but yeah um, now obviously you work at Trump International and I don't think we can just get a little, like skirt over the fact <laughs> so have you have you met Donald Trump I have met the president, yes. Okay, Mr. Uh, president. Mr. President. Or what? What's the um, uh, what's the t- the acronym? POTUS. POTUS. And I remember when I first heard you talking about talking about POTUS. What on earth is he talking about? But yeah. POTUS forty five. Oh, is that he's forty fifth president? He was the forty fifth oh, president. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you have met him. Yes, I have several times. Um, and I've got nothing bad to say. He's very good to us. All the staff. Um. Yeah, just looks after us. Uh-huh. Um, when he became president, it was his son that run the business, so we do Eric Trump mm-hmm. um, a lot more. Yeah. Um, and again, they're very good. The whole family is fantastic with us. Mm-hmm. Um, very supportive. Um, very engaged, and they're they're good. I don't see why anyone would be against it. They're investing in golf. They're investing in Scotland. Yeah, hundred percent. If you take away the presidency part of it, obviously. It, Shrewd businessmen, the whole family's obviously entrepreneurial, all of that sort of thing. So it does make sense, doesn't it? To yeah, um, and yeah, if they're investing in that part of the world because maybe I'm talking about out of turn tourism things, maybe not as great up there now because there's not as many people because oils, yeah, not the oils as, dying down and stuff like that. All that Obviously, sort of thing. They're so. looking to go green and all that. So no, definitely. Definitely good, and like I say, Turnberry too, but more so yes. as like we built that or the Trump organization. That golf course was built from scratch, mm-hmm. um, which was I think one of the f- the first one they they'd ever done. Normally, it was just bought over, bought over uh-huh. and redeveloped. So the fact of it was built from scratch, it's pretty special. So McLeod House, for those who don't know, is is a house on site. Yeah, um, so it was like it was like the estate house. Was there anything there, or did they build a brand new? Or no, so the house was there. It was oh, the house old, was there. An old um, this is the estate house, mm-hmm. um, and there was like shooting and everything went on like duck season and yeah play pitch and all that. Um, and when the Trump organization bought it, the golf course was built. Uh, the, I think it was a many estate house mm-hmm. originally, and then now the McLeod house is built. Um, or it was re. Redeveloped all the original stonework and everything's still the same. Um, beautiful inside and yeah. out. Um, and it's a ten bedroom hotel for anyone who would like to stay. 
There's also the lodges, which There's is the lodges, which are dog friendly. They're dog friendly, yeah. Nine rooms there, which again they mirror the exact rooms in the house. It's just in a and maybe a hundred and fifty yard walk from the house, but they're lovely as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a resort. Um, there's a heritage retreat um, for any treatments mm-hmm. and all that. Um, play pigeon shooting, and then the golf courses, the restaurants. Yeah. Um, great place. It's lovely. A hundred percent. I have nothing negative to say about the place. I haven't stayed, but we will be soon though, which is quite exciting. Um, we've obviously been for food several times, and it is yeah. food's lovely. Um, and it's nice. Like obviously, I don't play golf, but it, the scenery and everything is, is mm-hmm. lovely. Um, just to then sort of one more sort of question and then I'll do like quick fire round because oh. as I've been doing I've kept this sort of That's going fine. three things you should do the three things you should do to, like to get yourself started in greenkeeping yeah. but why should somebody get involved in greenkeeping well I think you need to it's not just a job mm-hmm. it, is, it is a career you need to be passionate about golf Preferably golf. You don't need to play golf, but I believe you should be passionate about golf and playing it and also want to present a golf course to the best standards you possibly can. And that doesn't mean when I say that about having to work at the top golf course um, with the biggest budgets, the biggest resources. Mm-hmm. I know greenkeepers that work at smaller golf courses on limited budget, next to nothing, uh, with very limited staff, and they still produce very good golf courses. But they just have that passion and that drive there to to produce the best they can mm-hmm. um, with the resources they can. Yes, I take all that on board, but... So have the drive, want to be outside, yep. want to want to work outside, and if you just, yeah, if you don't feel that, like, an office job is for you and you want to try something else, then, uh-huh. then try it. Yeah, I think that sort of, like, working outside... Yeah. Um, Looking out there, you would not want to be working no, outside. It's so windy today. Um, yeah, a passion for being outside. Golf, I think I think you definitely need to have an interest in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot I of green keepers that don't play golf. Yeah. That doesn't mean they don't care and they're not passionate, but I do think it helps yeah. the understanding of uh, where, where a golfer's coming from on the golf course like when maybe it's not presented or there's, mm-hmm. there's bushes in the way something that can be very trivial but yep. to a golfer they, they'll notice it so we've just obviously scratched the surface a little bit yes um, and I think we'll get you back on hopefully if yes. you're if you're up for that absolutely <laughs> um, to discuss the the new course yep. and your involvement with that mm-hmm. um, William and I are going up hopefully soon yeah to see we actually just a little mention to William we did purchase one of his attachments for the golf course I am going to give you my name of the machine it is not the technical name but we call it the gorse buster it goes on the, on our digger and it busts the gorse <laughs> so for what, what Edward, Eddie's talking about is our congenie flails that we sell um, I put one of you've got a TC1 an orange one <laughs> they're all they've all got orange on them I can't remember what size we got you the T uh, yeah it's one of the congenial yeah. fields I need to see what size it is and uh, Eddie's staff up there or Stevie's team yep is um, using it to to get rid of the gorse yeah yep any encroaching gorse or any kind of it's a flail more 
Um, yeah, no, there's swinging hammers, swinging in hammers it underneath it. it. Yeah. Does a very good job, um, and it saves a lot on, like, say, the manpower and, yeah. and resources. So. So you would recommend it? I would recommend it to any golf There you course. go, folks. <laughs> Buy one. Please. <laughs> We've got a warehouse fully flails. Attachmentco.co.uk. Yeah. Uh, right, so I'm going to do your quick fire round and then that is you. You just need to choose one. Okay. okay. There's not, there's only, there's potentially seven, but it oh. depends what one of your answers is. Uh, oh. Golf or football? <laughs> to play or watch? Oh, come on. I know, you okay. done, I know it's such a quick fire. I did have watch and I scored out eight. <laughs> uh, to watch. Football. To play? Golf. Uh, Iron Brew or Coke? Iron Brew. Steak or chicken? Steak. Uh, Chick fil A or Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings every day. Donald or Eric? They're both great, but obviously I would say the president because he's been the president. <laughs> uh, Lorna or William? I would you say William. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fine then. William or Woody? Woody. <laughs> right, thank you very much. That's fine, thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we'll get you on another time. I look forward to it. <laughs>